When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, guys. It is uh, Sunday the 15th, and uh, this is the Williams and Bloom podcast. And I want to welcome you and remind you all that we are presented by our friends at MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. Check them out at MacDyne.com. I actually got a note today from a friend and listener to the podcast who applied for a job at MacDyne this week. Pretty cool. He went to MacDyne.com. He went to the job listings page under the careers tab. And he saw all of the great benefits and said, man, this is a home run type of place that I would like to go work for. You could do that too. Go to MacDyne.com. They're located in Marshalltown. Really good people. Uh, really big Iowa State fans. And it's a company where, sure, um, if you're in central Iowa, it's a great fit, but they have job listings literally all over the world. We're really blessed to have a great company like that here in central Iowa. And the, literally, I'm looking at their job listings now. We have everywhere from Naperville, Illinois, to Anaheim, California, to Chicago. They're all over the place. So check it out at MacDine.com. Also, I want to give a shout out to my friend Hope Wood. HopeWoodJD.com is where you go. Uh, she was recently named one of the top three estate lawyers, estate planning lawyers in Des Moines. Congratulations to Hope for that. If you go to HopeWoodJD.com, this should be a New Year's resolution for all of you to get your will done. We are all aging together. It's funny. It's one of the things that I always <laughs> learn about Cyclone Fanatic is the older I get, the older our audience seems to get because we're all kind of the same age and we're going through the same things together in life, which is kind of cool. Uh, but I need to do this. I need to quit talking about it and I need to go to helpwithjd.com and I need to get my will done. That is probably going to be an off-season thing for me, but that is definitely part of my New Year's goals for 2023. All right. With that, you can hear the dog barking. It's time for Williams and Bloom here on the Cyclone Fanatic podcast. Network. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Road and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. All right, let's get after it. I got Bloom here with me. We are recording this early, so we apologize to those who might want some women's basketball. We will have that on Corner 3 later in the week. We just... We recorded early because of the Vikings game and child uh, situations as my wife's working all weekend. So here, Bloom, Bloom selfishly wanted to get to a Vikings game. Going to a watch party. He wants to get hammered. So I, I, I have a driver. <laughs> I don't, doesn't mean I'm going to get hammered. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we will not have, be drinking Cody Road. I'm drinking coffee. The Cody Road will be coming at about 3 p.m. And, and I'm guessing it's Vikings playoff action. I'll probably need it. Oh, it's gonna. Could could we? What do you do, Vikings Purdy? This is yeah. stress. This is stressful times for a lot of Central no. Iowa. Right you know, I've I've thought deeply about this because but they, they got to do their job first today. Yeah. Well, I'll just go on the record here. I've thought deeply about this, and I'll root for the Vikings if that's the case. Now, there's gonna be. That's going to be so hard. Three-fourths of our audience is listening to this on Monday, and you guys are going to be tweeting at me, oh, you're yeah. counting your eggs before the head. <laughs> no, I, I actually I think the Vikings will lose to the Giants. But if that happens, because I've had so many people ask me that, I would root for the Vikings, but it would be much, 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 much less painful if when, when they inevitably lose to the 49ers. I say history tells us that the Vikings are losing today. Just <laughs> yeah. that, that, would be too not, per, that would be too perfect yeah. of a story. 
You know what? Here's a really funny story, though, on Purdy. We were going to get to Purdy, but we'll just do that. Just jump into Purdy. We'll just do it now. We'll lead with Purdy today. So my sister, uh, our house was really interesting because, you you know, back where I'm from, you're a Chiefs fan. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they're on the radio. You're an hour and a half from there. Like, it's like 75% Chiefs fans. Then you have some sporadic Bears, Vikings, Packers, Packers just like up here. Some Bronco. You know, because yep. you're closer to you're getting closer to yeah. Denver. Yeah. And they were good in the 90s. And a lot of people in Nebraska live in southwest Iowa, and there's a lot of Broncos fans in Nebraska. So, you know, you get it. Well, my family was weird because I've told the story about how I became a Vikings fan with Herschel Walker. Mm-hmm. He gets my dad's a diehard Roger Staubach, Tony Dorsett. Like, he's a nut cowboy fan. Like, he's the America's generation team. generation of the 60s and yes. 70s. He's yeah. America's team, all that. So I grew up a. Vikings fan until I was about eight. Herschel Walker gets, or a Cowboys fan gets traded. So I'm now a Vikings fan. My sister was a 49ers fan because mm-hmm. she grew up in that era where, oh, Joe Montana's Joe Montana, so hot. Steve Young. Steve Young's hot. Yeah. Like, right? So yeah. she was always a 49ers fan because Dreamy. of that. And my mom, so she grew up in South Carolina for until she was like, I don't know, nine or 10. And then she moved to Miami. So hmm. she lived in Miami. So she's always been a diehard. Miami Dolphins, yeah, Marino, and the, the whole thing. She grew up when Brian, when Bob Greasy, oh, Bob was, Greasy. yeah, yeah they, they went undefeated. Don Shula. Mm-hmm. So we had four different teams in our family. Well, my sister marries a nutty Broncos fan, and basically, like, she's at the point where it's just like, ah, uh, I'll adopt your team, yeah. to play nice. She sends a text this morning that she is officially back on the 49ers train <laughs> after about fifteen years off. And I said to her, I go, you know what? As much as I'd like to make fun of you, I can't. Go for it. It's like, I can't. And I hope that your son does too. Uh, you know, like, because it, it's really, really, pardon my French, earmuffs kids. It's really fucking awesome to watch Brock Purdy do what he's doing with the San Francisco 49ers. It is so much fun. I'm enjoying it as much as maybe any sports story that I've ever followed and it's just so freaking awesome. I don't even know what else. That's awful analysis, but it just brings so much pride. I feel like his dad. Well, I mean, the guy was arguably the best cycling football player of all time. Yeah. And you got... It literally... It's surreal, right? Because they're, they're talking about him. He's the biggest story in, in football right now, in all of football. And really, LeBron James for like a month. LeBron James tweeted about him yesterday. Like, what is... What yeah. is going on? It's almost like a pinch me. Like, wait a second. Is this the same guy? I know. So it's great. I, I am so excited for him. Uh, honestly, I was almost, mo- I was more nervous for him yesterday than Iowa State going to Fog Allen. Yeah. Which was weird. No, I, I felt the same way because there wasn't. It's not like Iowa State had to win that game. No. I wasn't even nervous at the end of that game. Like, I felt like I was just sitting there with house money at the blackjack table. But we were nice to win. Oh, no doubt. And I, 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 I agree to, with you. I talked to some of the guys afterwards, and they did not feel the same way they, as me. They, they were not, pissed. Not, not happy. They were already. Tuesday, Tuesday is going to be fun. I spoke to Otz, and he was not even wanting to talk about the Kansas game. It was all, no, we got to turn around. We can't let this shit linger. Tuesday will be an all timer. Tuesday is going to be epic. Like off the charts. Really wish that was a Saturday afternoon game, but we. Beggars can't be choosers. Students will be back. Students will be back. And we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, but the Purdy thing, just like yeah, I I would root for the Vikings, but it would it would be a sixty forty thing for sure. Where I've never even been ninety nine one with the Vikings before, but Purdy has just changed. It, there's very few like if um like David Montgomery. Like, if he was on this, it wouldn't be the same. And it's not anything against David. It's just, (laughs) didn't know him as well. He wasn't there as long. All this stuff. Lazard literally sits here podcasting my, uh, where you're sitting. Like, Lazard lives a block from us. Okay? Like, I love Alan Lazard. I absolutely love him. But I have no problem rooting against the Packers. It's one thing when you're, the the quarterback's a different answer. Yeah, because it's such, in the NFL in 2023, the quarterback is... 60% 60% of the headlines and Brock and like, not only that, but like his family's like America's family. Now the NFL Twitter account was tweeting out pictures of the Purdy family yesterday. Like, it's just crazy. It's just so much fun. Well, it, it's, it's unified 
it's 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 always fun when Iowa State can get behind something like this because we've been. What what's the biggest knock on Iowa State football in the last thirty years? The NFL oh, you don't, thing. Yeah, you don't want to get an NFL yeah, player. No draft picks, yeah. all that stuff. And now it's look. The best story in the NFL is from an Iowa State guy. And how many times did Joe Davis, the play-by-play guy, say Iowa State yesterday? Yeah. Like 50. It's great. It's great publicity for one. But then you're just – it'd be one thing if, if Brock was an a-hole, but he's literally like an awesome dude. And so you're happy for him too. He accepted the whole Mr. Irrelevant thing. He did the whole deal, you know, in open arms. He was he, just grateful to be drafted. And look at him now. Yeah. So it's it's cool. I hope I hope they go all the way. Um, You'll root now, for them over the Vikings? I don't know yet. I, I can't. Because you married into a Vikings Yeah, I'm family. not totally on board. Like I said, I've never really had an NFL team because I didn't want to be kicked in the nuts twice in a weekend. When you watch Iowa State football in the 90s, you I think you it. just wanted to be the kid that I was, you just talk shit to everybody I, I, on, that's, Sun, that's on fair. Monday. I was a Christian Okoye fan from Tech Mobile. Yeah. And then uh, hey, by I was the on way, the Ravens for a little bit. I don't, yeah, speaking I of that, story. My, my daughter has a Switch. Like Nintendo? Yeah, and you can do this subscription. It's like $3 a month where you can play all of the like original Nintendo and Super Nintendo games. We should totally play some Tech Mobile. Wait, can I come over? Yeah. That sounds delightful. It's badass. <laughs> it's really cool. Bo, Bo Jackson. I was I, showing her like Zelda the other day. Zelda? P- Paperboy? No, that was... Paperboy we we was... played the original Mario Kart, Jeez. which is it seems like ancient history when you've played the new ones. And then you pull that Paperboy. Do you remember Paperboy? I was an paper elite Paperboy. I was Paperboy. Paper was, was, was my game. Duck Hunt. Big yeah. Time. Anyways, the Purdy thing. It's great. It's four touchdowns. It's literally like a pinch yourself. Like, this Our, isn't really happening. Caesars had a prop. And I, I put $5 on it. Now, I hindsight, I wish I would have done more. But it was like, well, Brock throw for two and a half touchdowns and 199 yards. He just... Slaughtered that. that thing. He he was as of I tweeted about it Wednesday. He had the fourth best odds to be the Super Bowl MVP. Wow! Now I bet it's gone up. I bet well, it's gone up since then. A tip too: if you guys subscribe to the Athletic, their 49ers beat writer did a phenomenal piece on Purdy, and this was I'll give credit to your podcast partner in Iowa everywhere. Sage Rosenfels has told me for months because he knows Kyle Shanahan really yeah. well. Yep. They're good friends. They work together with the, or Sage was his guy with the Redskins. Correct. And Sage has been talk, talking like ever since he got drafted, that Brock's the perfect piece there and all this stuff. Sage has been all over this and this piece in the athletic basically outlined the 49ers history at quarterback under Kyle Shanahan. And do you remember was it when did they last go to the Super Bowl? It was two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. And Chiefs. Garoppolo threw eight passes in the or NFC. Was it, well, technically three years ago. It was ago. 2020, right before okay. COVID. Well, regardless, Garoppolo throws eight passes in the NFC championship game. Um, there's all this stuff like yeah. where Shanahan's never given this much responsibility to a quarterback ever. I was you gotta go back yesterday. to Kirk Cousins in Washington yeah. since he's done this. They gave they literally gave Brock the keys yesterday. They he, gave him the yeah. keys to the Porsche, man. It's crazy. It's like oh I was kind of terrified at one point when he's still running around like he did at Iowa State. I'm like, oh no. Still hasn't happened yet. No. Has not had that moment. One other fun piece that'll make you root for the 49ers. So we put out our Tame and Lipsy t shirt. Yeah. On Friday. It's really cool. Nice the, job. Our, our Tame and Lipsy. Signature series t-shirts. About time we got one of those. Mike Martz does a great job with our merch. Uh, Cyclone Fanatic Shop. By the way, those those make a difference. The players love them. They, it so, makes a huge. Difference. I'm just telling you, like if there's a, we'll get to some of that. Yeah, but and yeah, I can, that's a and we're not making way. a lot of money on no. these either. This is the this is more of a players thing. But we're I mean we're we are profiting, but not much. Um, Cyclone Fanatic actually cuts its commission so the players can get more. Awesome. Is how we do that. Um, but anyways, so Taman gets his shirt. It comes out on Friday. And I get a text from Martz that Trey Lance has just ordered a couple of t-shirts. And I'm like, like the 49ers quarterback? So I do a little investigating to why would Trey Lance be yeah. buying shirts at Cyclone Fanatic? Right. He's maybe probably not a message board regular, I wouldn't assume. Well, Stansberry discovers that Trey Lance, like on his Instagram, has been like, pinning like cycle and basketball highlights and stuff. And I'm like, what in the hell's going on? So I send a message 
Trey Lance's dad and Taman's dad are like best friends, have been for like 20 yeah, years. Yeah, they played together in college. I didn't know that. And I and they're like best friends and they're like Northwest was or North Western Minnesota, like that, yeah. somewhere in Minnesota. Regardless, Trey and Taman are really close friends. So we have all sorts of connections to the San Francisco 49ers here at Iowa State. It's it's unfortunate that Brock's going to take Trey's job. What do you do? So I I tweeted this out. That we're entering like the Bledsoe-Brady conversation a little bit. Now, it's clearly different. Bledsoe was like this established. You've been there longer. Yeah. Garoppolo is a free agent. Nobody thought he would be there. But the 49ers invested a lot to get Trey Lance. He and still isn't that rookie deal, which is what correct. But I would say with that rookie deal, like your trade value is, is all time high. That's a good point too. What do you do if you're the? 49ers? I don't know. You can't. If Brock leads you to the Super Bowl or even the NFC Championship game, you can't just not start him. I agree. I agree. Now the the thing that with Brock, it's kind of become like, well, yeah, but he's got. McCaffrey and Samuel and Ayuk and Kittle, and he's got all these weapons. It's like, well, yeah, but Garoppolo wasn't doing this. Lance wasn't doing this, and they had the weapons too. So at some point, Brock should get some credit for yeah, what he's I, doing. I mean, would I, and I, I don't know the answer to this, but would Dak do what Brock's doing? Would Kirk Cousins? I, I, it, but the, and those guys are making $35, $45 million dollars a year. So it, Brock is the perfect guy for that offense and i also think we take another lesson here and i i'm gonna this is a really hard pat on the back here but i've always said this as a vikings fan where i don't ever trust my organization to draft patrick mahomes we will never do it because i've seen it for 30 years where they screw one pick up after another they don't do it right the best thing they ever did was they drafted well randy moss but he's a wide receiver um dante culpepper we had a pretty good thing there for a while until he blew out his knee Right, but it wasn't like he was just like he was pretty freaking good. Adrian um, Peterson was a good draft pick. I'm talking quarterbacks okay. mainly. Right. I, I, yeah, but you're right. Um, the I think a great lesson from the 49ers here is you don't have to spend 50 million dollars. Look at them compared to the Packers. Right, right, and isn't it like just have as good of an offensive line and as good of weapons, and then you can bring a going. guy who's really smart. Like Brock, who will do what the coach it, says, and you can win a lot of football games. It's it's interesting though because there's there's two sides of the coin in these playoffs, which is this NFL season has been great. Oh, it's I, this maybe, is as into an NFL it, season as I've it, ever it, been, partially because of Purdy, but it's just it's been great all over the place. You've got a couple of stories. You've got the Purdy story. You've got Jalen Hurts, who was like a third or a fourth round pick. You know that's the angle, and the Eagles and the Niners have just loaded up on talent everywhere else, but quarterback, and they're able to save money that way on the quarterback spot. But then you also have the Mahomes, the Josh Allen, the Joe Burrow uh, side of the coin, where those are elite guys that that will always be there because they're so much better than everybody else. And so you're trying to get that guy, but those guys are pretty rare. So I think it's an interesting theory for these NFL programs going forward of what do you do do you try and just stockpile assets and talent around the quarterback or do you try and hit the home run and try and get the next Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen I don't and that's why they get paid the big bucks I don't I don't trust I don't trust my franchise to do that (laughs) and they're in the Vikings are kind of stuck in the middle with Kirk Cousins which is a little bit of and he's fine but I don't want to pay him 40 million a year like I I Especially because you're going to have to give Jefferson like the biggest well, deal in the history of wide receivers. So, right, like it gets really tricky. Gets, what do you What do you do? I, I do I'd rather have a. Job. I would rather have a Brock Purdy or a Jalen Hurts. So just but Hurts will get his. Yeah. You know what's interesting though, in the in the college football world, you're kind of dealing with a similar thing, because in a way. It's not to the same level, but these NIL budgets—you got you got to allocate your resources I, accordingly. I told you guys, I, you should. I wish you guys would listen to me. Go and get the best FCS offensive I, lineman in the country, and say, "Hey, we'll give you twenty thousand so a piece." What's happening? It's just like the NFL. Just a little insight for everybody: your quarterbacks are getting way more than anybody else, and then sometimes your left tackle, your corners are getting offered the the, the high the high yeah. spend positions in the NFL are high spend positions in college. And so you've got issues now 
where these quarterbacks are getting a lot of money. You saw the story in Florida uh, this weekend, or they promised him $13 million or some astronomical number, then the collector's like, no, we can't pay you anymore. Bad deal. But what is happening is these these current players are seeing what the quarterbacks are getting. They're getting upset that I should get more than that, but yet there's no salary cap, and it's, it's kind of a free-for-all. So point is, uh, you got to be strategic about whatever you do here. It's really good insight. What about D line? Are they commanding much? Yeah, um, I would not not. Cor- I mean, the quarterback numbers are astronomical. Like just crazy. if you were to say, "Hey, Chris, what's the biggest change in Iowa State football in the last ten years?" It's the D line. Absolutely right. Like we've had good quarterbacks. So we've had not that Brock didn't excel. Like I'm not. But the difference is the D-line is consistently one of the best in the Big 12 where it was always the worst. Here's what's happening. Um, and it's the SEC schools in particular. This is what's going to get regulated soonish, I hope. They are essentially stockpiling offensive defensive linemen at the SEC schools. They're offering these players to walk on more they would get in scholarship money from the Sun Belt and yeah. the Conference USA and the American schools. So let's say you're Western Kentucky. You're trying to recruit an offense and defensive lineman. Their prospects are not going to be scholarship guys at Georgia, but Georgia's saying, hey, here's here's $50,000. It's way more than you're getting what your scholarship's worth. Come here. Somebody needs to get in these kids' head. That's not a good long-term well, decision. They see, them, they see the money, and, they're I, seeing, no, and they see the Georgia thing. They don't, yeah, but if you're never going to play. I know. But that's what that's how they're getting around the scholarship limits. So that needs to be that yeah. needs to be figured out. By the way, you can make a big deal about offering walk-ons nil money, which I think is a good thing. But at the, but they're also using it to maximize roster spots, a lot like what Nebraska did. Remember their walk-on program Absolutely. from thirty years ago. A lot of people credit that for the Tom Osborne era. That's this is what's happening at another level, but it's with nil money and the SEC schools now. Anywho, wow. but that's but to your point, defense linemen aren't at that level. But uh, offensive tackles, quarterbacks, cornerbacks uh, are the are the big spend positions. All right, we special announcement coming up here in about two minutes. But I want to thank our friends at Danielson Law. Uh, Jeremy Danielson's a is a hell of an attorney, a hell of a real estate attorney, and they are offering now. This is so cool. This is I love having proactive, you know, really progressive type of forward-thinking companies that we partner with here at Cyclone Fanatic. And Danielson Law is now offering remote online notarizations where you can eliminate the hassle. Like, let's say you're moving and you you don't you, you need to be notarized, but well, how am I going to do this? Yeah, or you don't want to go in office? No, I'm at. Um, I got to be in New York for a week. For let's say you work for Mechdyne and you you know you're in you're in Bangkok. Just threw that out there. I don't know where where why. That's probably where Clover would be. You can like let's let's say it's a blizzard. Hey, I can't. I need this thing notarized, but I can't drive forty five minutes over to Danielson Law. Uh, they are offering nope. these online notarizations. It's completely safe. Uh, it's secure and it's just efficient and you should check that out today. This is a brand new thing. Uh, they are forward thinkers over at Danielson law, danielsonlaw.com, D A N I L S O N law.com. Also another forward thinking company, our friends at gravitate coworking, gravitate coworking.com. Uh, Jeff Wood is our main man over there. Uh, kind of a tech hub in Des Moines over at Gravitate. A lot of really smart people hang out there. They and they the legislature there now. Yeah, well, yeah they the got Village. their East Village spot. So you wanna, if you want to be around the the movers and shakers in the legislature, we just need to go, go over there. there and just hang out. And um, <laughs> hey, 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 go tell Whitfer. <laughs> Just saying that name just pissed off half the audience. Um, no, Gravitate Coworking, and they have beer fridges, I believe. There like you go. keg. And they've got all sorts of good stuff. You, you sit there at the coffee area, and you can hobnob with some of the brightest tech people in all of central Iowa. GravitateCoworking.com, for those of you who don't have an office, you don't want an office, but you want a place to get out of your house. So you can think, and I totally understand that. So I'm working on a piece. I don't want to give away any teasers. But I, I don't get to sit down and long form write very often anymore. Sure. And I'm working on a piece that I'm really proud of. I think people are really going to enjoy it. The Do you know how hard it is to, well, you do, when there's rugrats running around Ugh. to think? I just need time to think. Just like, I can quiet. respond to emails, but when you're writing like a long form piece, 
It's can't just do it. I got to get over to gravitate coworking. Yep. Can't do it. Gravitate coworking. Silence or at least non kid noise. We'll get to, we are going to do our Wiffles hybrid big 12 segment coming up before there. Uh, we are excited to announce. Now, if you were a Psycho One Fanatic premium subscriber or a Patreon member, you there's a pretty good chance if you wanted to be a part of this, you are already signed up. You got about a week head start. Um, this is more Bloom's thing, but Psycho One Fanatic is really excited to be able to help market it. And I'm going to be emceeing it on February 1st. You guys are taking our tried and true recruiting yeah. party yes. that we've done for dating back to the first... Cycle Nation days. Yeah, it was... <sighs> ben, it wasn't Bench... Three Bag? It was Chris... Yeah, it was at Three Bag. Chris Ash, um, Tony Alford. Tony Alford was there, yeah. Some pretty heavy hitters who went on to do big things on the McCarney staff. Um, and there was about 16 people there. <laughs> yeah, we handed out magazines. We did. Um, but the recruiting party used to be a really big deal because National Signing Day was like a holiday. Yes. Now, this has all changed. Uh, but we are bringing, we have not done this since COVID, Bring uh, but we are bringing it back through We Will. So this is more, you guys are the ones organizing, but our members are benefiting. This is um, February 1st. We are now opening this up to the so public. Open to the public. Um, you can, I'll let you promote this because this is going to be a great event. Yeah. So first of all, to find information, it's all, it's going to be all over the, we will collective Twitter account, Facebook. I will, tweet, and we'll do it from, Cyclone I will be Fanatic tweeting too. about it regularly here. Cause we want to max this place out. So here's the deal. The entire, this is now legal. This is the great thing. Yeah, about we don't NIL. have to say special this, guests, not, not special guests. It is completely above board. And by the way, encouraged. Encouraged by the Iowa State football program. That's why they're going to be there. I used to have to yeah. call them wink, special guests. Wink, and I, special guests. And I'd have to do like a 10-minute meeting with compliance before yeah. these events. No. Make sure this isn't said. Yeah, no, we're, we're all good here. So here's the deal. The entire... The Matt entire, Campbell is acknowledging this. Yes. The entire Iowa State football staff will be there, including all of the new coaches, yes. which is going to be great. The first chance to, to meet and hear from uh, all the new guys, all the new philosophies, we're going to have a big program, but there's but there's more. We're going to have, I would say, up to a dozen football players there as well. This is now allowed in NIL. And I'm telling you, the best way you can show your support of these guys is by coming to an event like this. You know, if you think about the impact of a fan base, how often can you interface with these guys and how often can they hear from you? Sure, you can do it on social media. They can hear you in the stands. But if we could jam-pack this place with Cyclone fans that can thank a TJ Tampa, that can thank a Miles Purchase, a uh, Dominique Orange for being Cyclones right there in the in the spot. By the way, you can get autographs from them, selfies, whatever, while you're there. It's a big-time opportunity. But the entire coaching staff's going to be there, and we're going to have a first-class, like, over-the-top Do I need event. to wear a suit? No, no, it's still Iowa State stuff. But we got a first class. How about wearing a suit? We got a first class caterer. We're getting two free drink tickets, open cash bar, all the good stuff. Toast is an amazing venue. Yeah, Toast in Ankeny. It's in the Prairie Trail District. And and I'm not going to oversell this, but we have some auction items that will blow everybody's mind. I, I saw mean, one is, of them. It is a Cyclone fans' dream scenario for. We're going to have a raffle. We're going to have an auction. We're going to make this a once-of-a-lifetime experience that everybody will remember, I promise you. Speaking of auction items, do you see that basketball back behind you? It's an Otzelberger UNLV oh, signed basketball. This is, this is hilarious. That'll go for money at some so point. So we did, we did a fundraiser at um, Barntown a few years ago for a family um, that yes, from back home. It was a awesome. Good friend, family yep. of mine, a young woman had cancer. By the way, she's doing great. I saw her back in town the other day, and she looks amazing, so... If you guys remember that, but I had Ots. I always have Ots, uh, McDermott, and Eric Henderson are all really good friends of mine and head coaches. They always will send me like some gear or whatever. Ots sent me this UNLV autograph basketball, and nobody bid on it. <laughs> I had to bid on it, and I I bought the thing for like a hundred dollars. And it's just I was. It's just funny now, like if like something like that, like what it would go for. Yeah, but anyway, it's a relic. But, but the, you're you got really cool stuff, um, and this is going to be. So it's a hundred dollars to get in the $100, door. Hundred dollars, yes. But all of it's going to we will. It's all going to we will. So if We're you're not, like, yeah. oh, I want to support the collective, but I've never done it. Like this is a way to do it and get some buddies because it's a night of drinking and hobnobbing. 
With and the then the entire, by the way, the entire coaching staff, correct. up to a dozen players. Correct. And on top of that, we're going to have a program, right? Which you guys have asked me to MC, so clearly you're not taking this too seriously. No, uh, but you you can get the good stuff out of Campbell. I, I'm honored to do it. I'm yeah. really excited. I'm, this is a good way for us to bring our entities together here. Uh, but Campbell, Nate Shieldhouse, John Haycock are all going to be up on the stage with me, and then. I'm going to have some stuff from Otzelberger and I haven't talked to coach Fennell yet, but I'm sure that he'll be, yep. this is going to be a great, um, just a really fun night. If you to go and get some buddies, you know what? It's going to be nice enough where even if your wife's not a sports fan, you could take her out. It's going to be, maybe you're class. a wife and your husband's not a sports fan. Drag his ass over to toast in Ankeny on the first. It's a, it's an awesome venue. And I'm telling you the experience will be phenomenal like i i'm so excited i've never been more excited for an event it's the it's kind of a build-up of all we've been working towards but the but what i want to implore people is so we have 300 tickets available to sell yes we've sold 120 as of right now i would love to max that out because i think it shows support then for all of those coaches and those players of wow this is big time this is iowa state this is everybody coming together and i know it's expensive right so we it's tax deductible. It, it, it is in, in the, but the hundred dollars I get, it's, it's expensive so, for your, for most people. It's a lot, but I just, we want to make sure we have an impact and we wanted to charge that because I'm it, the experience itself will be, well, I will be priceless. And I will actually, and I'll defend the price tag. You're getting basically a meal. I mean, it's, it's appetizers it's heavy and it's, it's really good. Stuff. You're going to, you don't need to eat and like then you're going to be fine there. Two drink tickets. You're getting a couple of beers. Yep. And you're getting priceless interactions with all these people. Any you, selfies? So, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a selfie wall. We're gonna, I mean we're right, gonna have like I don't think the, I think the, I don't think the price tag is that. I think it, if you did something like this, even on the eastern side of the state, it'd be two hundred fifty dollars to get in. Fair, right? Like yeah. it, think about it that way. I, so I'm just telling you, Iowa did a similar type thing. They didn't even ha- they had none of their coaches. It was just a kind of a fundraiser for their collective. And they raised close to a million dollars. They charged like a thousand bucks. That's what I'm saying. This isn't a hundred bucks. Isn't bad. It would mean a lot to, I think the coaches to show support for their players that are going to be there and for them, for the new guys to say, this is what the cycle nation really is and come out and support us. And I'm telling you, we might have, we, I'm a little, little teaser. We might have two of the favorites to win Super Bowl MVP autograph items available. I know one of them. We might have two of them. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. I'm telling. Like, there's. I'm, gonna I'm be, already priced out. I can't the, win. The auction just, items themselves will be worth photos. I'm already priced out. The last thing for me. This is again. Like I've. I've been reflecting. I am. I always talk about. It. I am working on this book. This book will happen at some point. But like, as I keep working on the. It, it's just the generational thing, and I have so many people, who are our age who have reached out to me about the good times they used to have at the recruiting parties. Oh man, I doing shotguns with Tom Herman and like, and it's like, this is like a new iteration of that. Like, right. Like where it's like, we're, we're like, Oh, we're classy. Now we have a little, a little bit of income. It's it's, it's like we're growing up a little bit. We've graduated from (laughs) the cake. We we go from Herman to Campbell, (laughs) right? Like a little more mature. The neat thing is, the football staff is so in on this. They're treating this as like a, a team building thing for them. Mm-hmm. So they're bringing um, not only the coaches, all the coaches, but uh, I'd say majority of the coaches' spouses as well. So if you want to make an impact on, listen, part part of college sports anymore is is showing support and love for those that are here and, uh, and their families, you know? So I, th- I want to make this, again, jam-packed. So when people walk in there, they go, oh my gosh, this is like a, a cyclone heaven and I can't wait to be a part of it. So real quick again, how do people sign up? And we'll, we yeah. will also have all of this on Cyclone Fanatic social media and we'll even, we'll get it up on the forums. Yep. So well. it's, it's through Eventbrite, but again, go to, we will collective Twitter. You can go to my Twitter at Brent Bloom. Uh, you've shared it as well. And it's as simple as clicking on a link. You pay with a credit card online, you get a digital ticket and then you show up at the event. And again, we sold 120. I would love to have this sold out in the next 10 days so we can really go to work on securing even cooler things at this thing. And once that happens, um, just a teaser for those, because I know that the question's coming. If you are out of state, yes. we are working to have a pay-per-view option. 
It will not be a hundred dollars. It will not. Right. Um, one of the things is we need to get this sold. But out we need to sell it out first. Can, this is our black. Yeah, we're, we're, we're blacking this. Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I, if this is the best way, if you've thought about, I don't know about nil, you're going to get a lot from this. Plus, you're directly helping. Yeah. And like face to face with all these people to show your support. TJ Tampa it. might be a first round pick. It's very possible. Go and uh, get an autograph. You 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 can just get a selfie, get a, get the whole thing, and by the way, it'll I, be great. Uh, TJ Tampa's dad. Uh, shout out to you, Marcus. I I spent about four hours. He came to my camper for the first game. Phenomenal. Yeah. Man. Oh, it's. Uh, I mean, him and his wife. My my daughters to this day ask about. Marcus and um, awesome. Veronica, I think, is, is is TJ's mom. They were really good people. He's he's a guy who all have that kind of Brock Purdy type of pride for when he's in the NFL. The I would pay a hundred dollars myself just to thank him for staying at Iowa State. Yeah, for what his options were. Yeah, and I, that's up to him to share what those options are. I'm not going to get yeah. into it, but um, he he should he should have that same pride in TJ for for what he is has done, what he's going to do. And he's turned into a leader for this team. And he's going to be there. There you on go. The Wednesday the 1st, February 1st, 6 to 10 p.m., Toast and Ankeny. And uh, can't wait and, and appreciate everybody's support. This is There's no more direct way you can show your love than, than showing up on this thing. Wiffles Hybrid brings us the uh, Big 12 segment here on the Williamson Bloom podcast. We'll finally get into that game uh, between Iowa State and Kansas. Never thought that it would take us 35 yeah, minutes to get into on. that, but we have a, yeah, a lot going on right now. Uh, check them out at wiffles.com. Really good people, fiercely independent, uh, really proud of this partnership that we have with Wiffles Hybrid. They are uh, not quite in the fields yet. we got a couple more months here before we uh, we got we got we got a brutal winter uh, still ahead of us. But, um, man, I was back in southwest Iowa this week, went down to watch my nieces play basketball and saw the Wiffles signs everywhere. Thank you to Wiffles Hybrids for supporting us here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Iowa State goes into Lawrence and uh, really uh, was was game. They were a yeah, live he, game underdogs the whole time. It was there. That's you never frustrating. You never, uh, I saw your tweet and I couldn't agree more. You never felt like, oh, Iowa State was just completely outgunned in this one. Uh, I have a lot of thoughts on this, but Bloom, we'll start with this. It's always a good sign when you lose and your metrics go way up. Yeah, I didn't even look. How, how, they jumped up to like, Iowa State was 13 in Kimpom last that, night. That's not surprising. You went from 17 to 13 or 14 in one day. I'll, I'll pull up the official, right? Yeah, 13 right now. It's, uh, five defense, eighty-two offense. It's one of those games where you're upset you didn't win, but you you still feel good about how Iowa State competed in that thing. I, I just didn't see a, a large talent cap there. Now I say that in that is is Jalen Wilson an NBA player, and does Iowa State have an NBA player? I agree. Like I'm not talking NBA talent. I'm talking team cohesion. Yeah. If you play ten times, I'm not giving anybody more than six. You know, I think those things are, I think they're pretty even. What Iowa State did, and I we talked about in the pregame, Iowa State really exposed for the first time against a premier opponent, Iowa State was the more physical, size-imposing team, which was great. And I know Kansas doesn't have a really a great big. Adams was good. He's not really a traditional big. But Iowa State was able to beat them up in the post at times. And uh, that's a luxury Iowa State hasn't had for a while. And uh, Cyclones shot it okay. I mean, Gabe was awesome again. And you, you want to, if Gabe's going to be that good, you want to win those games. Yeah. But, you know. Are, do we trust him now? Like, are we at the point where, are we at the point where this is who he is? It's a fair question. I don't think he's, I don't think it should be that high, but he's been so good now for five games in a row that uh, it's not a, it's not an every, it's every other game anymore. It's been pretty consistent for him. I'll, uh, real quick, I, I want to defend Robert Jones only in the sense that he was getting a lot of hell on Twitter. Yeah, I saw the, some of that. The, the physicality that he brings that you're talking about doesn't always show up. He was one for eight. He was not good. He missed a lot of bunnies, but he had five, he had eight, nine rebounds, something like that. I wanted to defend him. And then I wanted to give you credit um, on your Ashuni analysis. I mean, he's, isn't, aren't we at the point now, if this is real Gabe? Okay. Yep. If this is Gabe, if if Gabe Kalsher is a first team All Big Twelve guy, Oshuni is the guy who takes you to the next level. Yes, on this team now, but you still have to have Jones. Like I, I don't want to see these tweets coming at me like, oh, don't play Robert Jones. No, 
because you, Oshun doesn't bring what he does and Robert doesn't bring that you need both of them. It's key. Shun Shun is a really good right now, I'd say twenty five to twenty eight minute a game guy. And for him to recharge he needs he's getting he's not Pfizer where he can just take a beating. He needs to recharge. And Jones I loved Iowa State's approach there. It was it was clearly they had an advantage in the post and they went in there a lot. And Jones didn't finish a couple of times, but I loved his attitude to try and keep pounding away in there. Um, because listen, the, where Kansas is really good defensively is on those wings, and it was hard to get loose from those guys. But Iowa State had an advantage in the post and went in there a lot, and that's why Iowa State was successful. I'm not killing Robert Jones. He's never going to be no. Hakeem Olajuwon in the post. He, he he does what he can. He has a distinct role on that team, and you know. A lot of times, the offense wasn't wasn't going anywhere else, and so he kind of had to force something, which you know I appreciate. I mean, the fact that he would go take those shots, it was hard for Holmes and Lipsy to get to the rim yesterday. And so, a lot of times, you're stuck with Trey King was in foul trouble, Shuni was in foul trouble. So a lot of times, it was just Jones or, or heave up a three. I, I like Rob's chances most times. It didn't go great for him on the field goal percentage, but um, didn't change my opinion on that guy. Uh, the other analysis. I guess I Lipsy kind of had some freshman moments. There was uh, a stretch there, well, well, like ten the ten minute mark to the yeah, four minute mark of the second half, which, where it just got a little bit loose. I, it, but I, I also I really liked what TJ said in the post game about like we'll get better from this, and there's really no doubt. Now you have this brutal turnaround with, with Texas. We'll, we'll get to that. The the positive, the, another big positive, and I don't want to take too much from this because I don't anticipate Demarion Watson to hit. Oh my gosh, he was awesome. awesome. They've done a really good job slow playing him to get him to the point where he's a contributor in the Big Twelve, right? Like they, you, you never, they didn't force it. They kind of let him grow, but he's now when he's out there making substantial contributions to the team. You have Jazz coming back at some point, and my, my whole point when I bring him up is just, this is a deeper team than we thought it would be. Watson was a force defensively when he was out there. Yeah. I mean, there were a couple of plays. It's like, oh, you know, I thought it was I thought it was Oshun. You know, it was Watson coming from the other side. You know what he looks like? He's just like a just slightly smaller Trey King when he's playing that way. Yeah, but he's so long. Yeah, like, but, yeah you well, know, I, I, yeah, his hustle was off the it, charts. I would love to know his wingspan because he's actually shorter than Trey. Is, I mean, he just, he's 15 pounds lighter than Trey and he's a foot or he's an inch shorter, but like, you want, I think he has longer arms. You know what? I'm going to give you a comp. Yeah. Give me a comp. Uh, remember old Wes Johnson. Yeah. I mean, he's mm. got some of that, yeah. you know, wingspan, make some shots at this as a standstill, but seat up in fog, 19 minutes, six was, points, two assists, two awesome. rebounds, two steals, two blocks. He was really, really awesome. That is super productive. His upside is so high. And I, I, I know you heard it in September from some of the players like, man, when this Watson guy figures it out, mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty special. And if he's making down, if, if he's making shots, um, that is an asset for Iowa State going forward. And, the, and he's... Again, part of this core going going forward for Iowa State. I mean, you, you talk about he's only a freshman, so you got Lipsy and Watson as freshmen. You know what the, cl- the recruiting classes stacked up behind are. Uh, another reason to be super optimistic. Real quick, I just wanted to run down three point percentage too across the board because uh, I think that it's realistic and it's responsible to not expect Caleb and Gabe to both be on the same night very often. It's just you're not going to see it, but. So Caleb struggled again from the field he, he yesterday, did. but he did all these other things well. Um, Caleb right now is at 38% on the year. Gabe is at 35% on the year. And Holmes is at 38% on That's the year. That's fine. Yeah, uh, right? You can win with that. I just, we've got enough of a sample size now. I kind of feel like this is who you are. Right? And like the, when, when the nights that Caleb and Gabe are both on, you have to win. Yep. Nights like yesterday... You're probably gonna in this league, especially on the road, if you can, get you can win final, one third of those. Yep, get to down to the final couple of possessions, right? Um, Holmes to me has established himself as kind of okay when they're in the rut. I'm going to take it to the rack type guy. Did you hear the analogy? I think it was Brendan Manzer, who is who I think actually does a really. Good, I know it was on ESPN Plus. He knows I like the him. Big Twelve. I like well. him as a color commentator. The play by play guy was like whatever. He was just kind of saying stuff. Um. But he talked to, I, I'm, I think it was, 
uh, Eric Crawford, Iowa State's. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know Eric's official title. He's the assistant head, or like the he's Ots is like assistant. But the analogy Eric told Manzer, and I thought it was phenomenal. Jaron Holmes is the innings eater for baseball. Mm. He's not going to be the Cy Young guy, but he's going to give you six and two thirds every game. You know, he's going to strike out four. He's going to walk two, and he's just going to eat innings for you and be that guy. Like when you need somebody, you need a horse to go out well, there. You saw it in the second half. Do against it, Oklahoma. He's the reason they won that game in that sense. Uh, you saw it yesterday where Iowa State in that first half where buckets were really tough to come by. He's not Jaren afraid. can get into the lane, and yep. he's got that big body. And you also saw, I mean, I don't know what his assist numbers were yesterday, but he and Oshun, you could tell they were really comfortable together in that second half. Yes. I, I just, this team grew this week, which is an interesting thing to say because you, you went one and one. But I feel a lot better about where Iowa State's at and – uh, the metrics reflect that you're now comfortably a top 15 team, and it sets up a monster game. I will I will say one thing because it was frustrating because you got you got a little bit of fog treatment. Candace did not get called for a foul in the final 12 yeah. minutes of the game. I know I, I know some of it is you're not attacking as much. I get it. I don't bl- I thought the officials were largely okay. I actually I get it, and I didn't even realize that until somebody pointed it out. To they me. didn't call anything in the, it was literally the the second half was just well they a, didn't call anything on war. Iowa State right. either. It was just a war. I actually thought Iowa State got some calls. Like, they reviewed the foot on the line. There was the one where Watson just, like, took a guy out, and they called it on Kansas. And they could have called a, they could have called a foul on Jones on that sh- last shot by Adams, too. That was a lot of contact. Yeah, they missed the travel on Kansas. Yep. Um, but I... I'm not... I just... It was Last year, I thought Iowa State got screwed. Yeah, not this time. I agree. I, I really think that, for me... It was. It wasn't the last possession. Yeah, it was a bad look. It was. Man, you just missed too many bunnies early in that game. Where, you know, if you make half of those, the ones you should make, then you probably win by five. Yeah. No, I. I didn't think Iowa State played that well. No, that's what I'm saying. Is like you, you shoot 38 percent and you almost win the game in in Fog Allen, which is great. I, I, so so we go to can we go to Texas? Now. Go to Texas, and this is one of those where they survived last night against Texas. Thankfully. Texas. I'm yes. so glad they did. Me too. This has the chance to be as nuts so as Hilton has been since Alaska. the Hoiberg era. Like I, I'm throwing it back to remember that the angriest atmosphere I've been a part of. It was even more. It was more angry than the Haluska Pierre Pierce game. It was that Niang Kansas charge. With Elijah Johnson, Jeff Withy, yeah. oh, catastrophe. Yeah. I've never seen Hilton that mad or that amped up. And it was from the get-go in that game. I think that was a big Monday game. Kansas ended up winning that game. But all of the extras around Texas and Hunter and Iowa State's place in the standings, this is a meaningful game in Hilton at night. Look out. The only thing you're missing is Beard. But I, it's, it's still, still there. Yeah, um, it's still they still it's still Texas horns I, down. I'm just diving right in on the Hunter thing. So, for those who haven't watched him much, he's he's had a nice year. It's been fine for Texas. He did not score he in that game. Not very but, good yesterday. Uh, I just want to point something out. So, okay. point out he, a way. He's a good defender. Like I, but I tried telling you, I thought that the system had a lot to do with. Where it's easier to be an elite defender and get a lot of steals when Isaiah Brockington and Gabe Kalsher are on the other side of you. Okay, there. His steal numbers are down over, and he he averaged two steals per game last year, zero point nine. Right now, Tyrese's assist numbers have gone from four point nine to two point eight, hmm. and his scoring average is down from eleven to ten point six. So. And he's just at 32% from three-point range, up from 27.4. So that's a nice increase, but nothing like, oh, it's going to be screaming NBA attention. My point is, um, I just, for those people who are casual fans who don't watch every Texas game, and you're curious, oh, how's, how's that been working out for him? I don't know. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad decision for him, but it's not like... He wanted to play in like a faster tempo, like so he could get NBA attention and all this stuff. And um, it, it's not really playing out that way yet. Not saying it won't, but at this point, he's been okay for Texas. He hasn't been, and I and I do think when you look at what Taman Lipsy's done at Iowa State, you have to give Iowa State some credit here 
for what they've been able to do with these freshman point guards. It clearly wasn't all Tyrese Hunter last year. No question. Well said. In fact, both Lipsy and Holmes have more assists and a better assist-to-turnover ratio than Hunter has right now. And, and I'm not scoring the score. Lipsy and and Holmes have been more productive, arguably than than Hunter has been in Big Twelve play. And I would all, again point out the defensive stats too, because yeah. he's a really good defender. I mean, I'm not taking that away from him, but I again like when you have two elite guys like Kalsher and Brockington, you you get a lot of scraps. Yep. And he, we're clearly seeing that he got a lot of that last year. He, 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 and he, great. Still, I think the upside's really good for for Hunter. Yeah. But I, you, listen, if, he could if, be a ten year NBA guy still. If, back to the NFL conversation. If you look at the the money allocated to Hunter as opposed to allocated to Lipsy and and Holmes, way better investment on Lipsy and Holmes. And it's not perfect. It's not one to one. But they have just flat out been just as good t- together as a tandem than uh, than Hunter has. And I don't begrudge the kid. Everybody knows his story and, yeah, and it, all that stuff. I, just, I, I thought it was interesting to point. I didn't even look, honestly, Brent. I started looking at this last night. Yeah, I haven't watched. I mean, he's it, shooting it a little better this year, Hunter is. 5% better. But it's not crazy. And, and they're not asking him to do. The, the thing with Texas is. His free throw attempts are down. Yep, and Carr's got the ball so much for them that it's it's interesting that that he actually went there to take a lesser role. I thought he'd go to Tennessee when I saw that final. Like I thought that that would be a better fit for him, and that system. Even Purdue would have been a I, nice fit, but I, I don't know why is. he went to play beside Carr. Like for all the reasons that I was hearing that he wanted to go, which and it's like fine. Like I I get, listen. Otzel ball is not for everybody. Like, it, it's just not. It's hard. Oftentimes, it's not fun. I think it'll get way more fun as the years go on and the talent level goes up. It's not for everyone. So, for a guard who wants to have the ball in his hands to show he can go to... I get it. There's a reason why, like, you look at Iowa State right now, the type of guards that they mm-hmm. have are not ball-centric, right? Like, it, it, it makes sense why Hunter would want to move on. Yep. Going to play beside Carr never made a ton of sense to me for that reason. Now, if you're saying, I want to win a national championship, I see what they're doing recruiting-wise. Chris Beard's an elite coach. Okay. And you're living in Austin. Yeah, I get I, it. I, I get that. It. But for the reasons I heard, like, it's not working out yet. And so here's here's Tyrese's numbers in the Big 12 this year. He had one awesome game against K-State in a game they gave up 116 points. You can't take a lot from that. But he's averaging, including that, nine points on 27% shooting, 31% from three. He has 10 assists and 10 turnovers. So, and I, I you put, put Lipsy's numbers next to Hunter's in Big 12 play, one's way better. Mm-hmm. And it's the freshman in Ames right now. Uh so watch Hunter come in and just drop. He could, now. and that's the thing with him is he, he is a talented <laughs> you know, enough guy. He's, he's going to be amped up, and, and so will Iowa State. I just what, you just throw Gabe on him. You just throw Gabe on him. Right? I don't now. know. I mean, Lipsy's been a really good defender. The, the The problem with Texas is they have enough guards that you need to worry about other people too. Yeah, and so you can't just you can't, can't just make take Tyrese, Tyrese out just because it, it'd be fun. I actually don't think Tyrese is really a focal point of the game plan right now. I, I think you make him shoot, and if he makes six threes, and it's like, yeah. kudos, young man, well yeah. done. I think you have to take away Carr and Allen first, and I would take away Rice. Rice has been more productive than Hunter has, and so. Yeah, you can you can say, well, shut down Tyrese. It'd be great, be a great story. I, he's fourth on the scouting report for me. So on a scale of one to ten, how angry is the crowd? I think Tuesday at six helps. Helps in a the, in a less angry. Like right, if this was, was a eight. Saturday at seven. Yeah, it, it, or even Tuesday at eight, it would be better. It's gonna be nine. Eight. It's gonna be a nine and a half. It the beard not like beard is so dislikable. Where that that's a little bit of a hit, but it you know, here's the problem. And Tyrese has deleted a bunch of these things, but like he was if, if after the football game, yeah, and all and that stuff, stuff. Like he was chirping a lot, and you just I don't know how much like Cyclone Alley caught up on that and stuff like that. Um, I don't want to be like the hype machine to this thing, but I know 
that Gabe Kausher is thinking about, right? Like what, those guys are, you, you think Caleb Grill who isn't fired up for this one? Like, look what Iowa State did to Texas Tech on Tuesday, and they were pissed about what Tech ran up the score on them in Kansas City. Yeah. And that was far different than your former teammate yeah. jumping ship and then bad-mouthing you on that on the back. End. I think it was the way that it went down, more so than a guy transferring. I think all yeah. these guys realize, oh, I transferred, right? Like, it was the leaving town for a few days, just disappearing, just disappearing yeah. talking shit on Twitter, all that stuff, like, combined. And then coming back on meeting day saying it wasn't about, yeah. it was about the program development, and it's like, oh, right. And then now, again, and that was why I pointed out what Taman's doing, because it's like, Listen, uh, if you just put, oh, ball skills, these two players, Tyrese is better than Taman. There's no doubt, but... Athleticism. Yeah, all yeah. that stuff. But, like, at some point, you've got to look and say, well, I mean, this guy's this three-star guy who wasn't even supposed to play, and he's doing this, right? Like, I would love to look at their various plus-minuses in conference play. I think one would I be a lot think, higher than I think the other. one is much higher than it the is, other. And is, credit to Taman, man. Like, he... And he de- he's not going to make this about him, by the way. Oh, hell That's no. why Taman is Taman's, so good. He's just like, whatever, I'll just do my thing. If, if Taman is in Ames for three to four years, he'll be one of the most popular players of all time. I mean, he's right up there with Niang, um, Naz, that type of yep, uh, for sure. player. I can't. Rightfully I, I look, so. This game is going to be just fun. Because, again, it's not like we want Hilton to be, you know, violent or anything no but the emotion is going to be high and it's a big game like iowa state wins this it solidifies itself as a top three team in the big 12 you were like me though you were rooting for them against tech i was i was doing Ah, go yeah win the game to be as crazy as i i was just i i need to change my mind well the i was listening to the oklahoma kansas game on the way home from hilton the other night and I was rooting for Kansas. And it's like, yes, well, I should thing. be rooting nope. for them to take a loss, I, but I wanted it to be let's, the 4-0s. The, the great thing about college sports are games like this, where it's got buildup, it's got emotion. This A regular season game in college athletics can mean so much as opposed to professional sports. This is why you're an Iowa State fan, right? It's literally a... It's somebody saying, hey, you're not good enough for me. I'm going somewhere else. And that nothing fires up Iowa State fans more than that. So Correct. this is the, and it's nothing, it's not just Tyrese. It's just, we've, we've seen this before well, for people. And it's Texas. And it's Texas, right. Texas literally all, did this with the Big 12. And they still think they're better than, than Iowa State. So this is an all, and this is what, maybe the last time they're, they're in Hilton? You had students like, talking Jalen Coleman lands last year <laughs> I, when he came back to Hilton. I, and Hilton has been really, really good this year from a... The, the the tech atmosphere was phenomenal. I was they, shocked. They have the the crowd has adopted the team style of play. Yes, it all adds up to this is going to be a phenomenal environment on Tuesday. I would not want to be an official. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I, and I'm glad that I, I didn't think the officiating was bad on Saturday. I, I, I really I didn't, didn't either. I they let them just slug it, it out. Not it's not like Iowa State had twelve team fouls and Kansas had no, three. They, Iowa State, in fact, didn't get. Kansas into the bonus until like the last two minutes. Yeah, I, I, it is what it is. It's just you, fun to fun to. I, no, I get it, but I was getting a lot of that, and I was just like, okay, maybe like, but I'd never at one point in that game thought, oh, they missed that one or that's a foul. Well, I, or, in fact, I thought Iowa State was getting some calls, but that's you're you're, you're becoming one of us. Why? No, like I I'm man. There's there's nobody quicker to pull the trigger on a Kansas officiating debacle <laughs> than me. I just didn't feel like I experienced that on Saturday. I, I get it. All I right. can't wait to see them in Ames. No, I, I would That's Iowa good. State's no, a four point favorite. I bet I mean let's see what I, it would, I would be. Right put, now. I, I bet it's a pick 'em. But Iowa State would be favored by one. Yeah. Right now. So you give Hill what, what is the Texas one right now? Three Iowa State. Okay. I think that's accurate. I would play Iowa State. Texas to me, real quick we got like two minutes yeah. just on the Big Twelve. I think that this is clearly an Iowa State, Kansas Kansas one, Iowa State two. I think Kansas State will fade. I agree. Um, when some scouts are out there, and, and they'll be they're a tournament team, but they, I don't think they're a. They turn it over way too much. Um, I do think um, that TCU could rattle off ten in a row at some point. We'll see. I don't think they're going to win the Big Twelve, but. I think they'll be in the top four. They are a very, very talented team. That, without that, and without Beard, yeah, 
I think Texas takes some lumps down the stretch. I was... They've shown some toughness the last two games that I didn't know they would have, which is a credit to them and the new guy. Yes, I would agree. Because they could have they could have folded up the tent both of those games and easily. Didn't. Now, this is a new a game. This is a new this will be interesting for him. How does he handle Hilton and Angry Hilton on Tuesday with that defense? And obviously he was really able to get after them and turn them over a bunch. There's no doubt. One of Hunter's biggest uh, pitfalls right now is he turns the ball over way too much. I think Iowa State can turn them over at a rapid rate. And same with Carr. And with that crowd behind him, my goodness, if, if it does get away, it's getting away in favor of Iowa State. Because I think Iowa State can turn them over all the time. Well, we'll be uh, excited to get ready for this game. Stansbury uh, will be, he'll have his three-point preview coming up. We'll have a, probably do a corner three after this game since we covered it pretty closely here. But the uh, apologies for no women's analysis. Again, we're recording this at like 11 o'clock hope on they Sunday. hope care of Texas. Hope so. Uh, thank you, Bloom. Thank you. Good stuff. Uh, we appreciate all of you listening. Rate, subscribe, review, all that good stuff. And if you wanted to thank me, buy a ticket to the... There you go. We Will Collective Cyclone Fanatic Signing Day Extravagance. Look out for links yes. all over the internet. He's Brent Bloom. I'm Chris Williams. So long. Have a great week.